hey everybody, it's us. You're about to listen to us for probably a long time. But we just wanted to let you know we've got a thing. Got two things. Oh, you're talking about the pilots. Yeah, okay. I was talking about our other two things. What's our other two things? Our private things. Our ding-dings? Our special purposes. Okay. That that joke went nowhere. You can move on. <laughs> I, no, I just kind of want to bask in this for a second because this is how joke corner goes for me. Hmm. I want you to wallow in it and feel it. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. This is how I feel every other week. Hmm. Nice, isn't it? Mm, not when it's me. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we didn't say who we are, but fuck it. You're going to hear in a second. I'm the loud one and he's the other one. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. For the purposes of this, we're just uh, generic announcers. Yes, we are. And uh, we just wanted to let you know, go to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com and you can get like three and a half hours of content for four dollars yeah this is like the most awkward fucking promo ever well i don't know i thought our camping trip promos were kind of awkward too but no those were produced ads no not the ads but i mean like the um we did a couple well i mean i think we only did the one on that on 7.5 that got awkward yeah that's what i'm thinking of yeah we did that once yeah no the actual commercials were great yeah well, this is a commercial. I know, but it's not very well produced. What? Huh? Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's three pilots for shows that we want to do, and actually one of them will have launched already. Yeah. There's the Nerd Blitz Book Club, where we read um, Star Wars Kindred Spirits by Christy Golden, right? That was the prequel to uh, our first book in the book club series, which is Dark Disciple by Christy Golden. Exactly, which is running for the next, I don't know, year and a half? <laughs> um, Probably 10 months. If I remember exactly, it's nine and a half months. Book club is literally our baby at this point. Yeah, so any pregnant ladies out there, you can, you can time your trimesters based on the uh, Nerd Blitz book club. No, any ladies out there, get over it. We know what pregnancy feels like. <laughs> um. Well, cutting uh, 20 hours of audio of us talking about a book, it feels like childbirth. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's about as painful. But you should go buy the pilots for sure, for real, because it's, <laughs> once it's all cut together, it's really good. The second pilot. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, the Nerd Blitz Comic Con. Versations. Where we read Star Wars C-3PO, which is the comic that was supposed to come out a hell of a long time before it did come out. Yeah, it was the supposed to be in the ramp up for Episode 7, and then it didn't come out till like the ramp down after from the Episode Blu-ray. 7. Yeah. Talk about Afterbirth, jinkies. And then the third pilot is for the Nerd Blitz commentaries, where we watched... And talked over the Star Wars holiday special from 78. Yep. And boy, oh boy. And it's just <laughs> as awesome as it sounds. It's as awesome as you could imagine. <laughs> so yeah, check those out again. It's tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com and it's only $4 for three and a half hours of content. Get that, check that out, and then sit tight because here comes the show. Da-da-da-da-da. 
Hey gang, you are listening to That Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I am Doom. And I'm Fitz. What is that, your fucking uh, tracheotomy voice? <laughs> no, oh, uh, yeah, kind of sounded like it a little bit, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just supposed to be a robot. Oh, a robot? A robot. A robot with a 50-year smoking habit? Yes, that's what it was, it's a robot. <laughs> Whoop, 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 whoop. Zoidberg, little Zoidberg for you. Oh. Uh, so, uh, welcome to what is this episode nineteen? Nineteen. Jesus fucking Christ, we're creeping closer and closer the, to a year, on the man. Edge of twenty. Oh shit! Pretty soon we're gonna zip past my age. Yeah, pretty soon we're gonna zip past. Uh, just jump to the end. What's that? I don't know. It's some podcast that used to be on. <laughs> You've got an epi- one episode banked, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's like a 20-minute post-convention Well, that rant. happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I never really got around to... It was a mobile recording, and so the sound quality was going to be shit, and I don't think the conversation was all that great, so... Oh. I mean, I don't think it turned out real great. Well, I mean... We were both exhausted, and it didn't didn't turn out. Yeah. But let's be honest, that's not that's not the main reason why you didn't get to it. <laughs> well, there have been lots of other reasons, but there's been... Let's see. Uh, 19... Let's see, 18. Let's see, I'm on 17. So 17, and then there's 27. There's been about 30 episodes of other podcasts that I've had to cut. 30 other? Yeah. Like, I'm cutting 17 now. I've yeah. got... 10 episodes of book club cut and I got oh, you the three pilots. 10? Uh, I think so. Or I'm halfway through it. Okay. I don't remember where yeah, I left the three off. Pilots, the, you did the uh, bonus episode, didn't you? Yeah. Not to mention the camping trip itself. Yeah. So yeah, my editing sock is worn through. <laughs> it's an old school. Tell him Steve, Dave pull. Yeah. Which, speaking of, fucking, did you hear old Gensy Boy was on, uh... I did. I haven't listened to the episode yet. Well, by the by the time this airs, I'm sure I will have, but it just happened a couple <laughs> days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was... It sounded like he got the, uh, the Fitzman treatment, and by Fitzman treatment, I mean shit on. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Not really? Oh, he made it sound like he fucked it all up. Oh, and... he was a lot harder on himself than they were. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You mean he didn't get hung up on? No, there was a dude after him that did, though. <laughs> oh. I, I think it was you. No. Oh, okay, well, that guy got the Fitzman treatment then. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, shit. That's another time, though. That's, that's conversation for another time. I'm going to take a battleship shot, okay? Okay. Because, yes, folks, we're still fucking playing Battleship. <laughs> What is this, the fourth episode with it? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um let's go with J ten. Miss. Fucking bitch. F four. F four. F four is a miss. <laughs> okay. Ow, bitch. My my peg stuck to my finger and won't go in. Oh, it sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, I know. But you all get to hear about it. Okay. Are you ready to get into our business? 
Doom's Joke Corner. Are you ready? Ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> okay. Some drunk fuck gets up from the bar and heads to the bathroom. A few minutes later, there's a loud, blood-curdling scream that fills the bar and it goes quiet. A few minutes pass and everybody gets back into the groove of things. And again, there's a blood-curdling scream that reverberates through the bar. Everybody shuts up. The bartender throws his rag down and runs to the bath- bathroom to investigate what the fuck's going on in there. He goes in there and he says, What the hell is all the screaming about in here? You're scaring the shit out of my customers. The drunk's sitting there and he slurs and says, Well, I, I was just sitting here on the toilet. And every time I, I try to flush, something comes up and squeezes the hell out of my balls. The bartender fucking puts his head in his hand and he goes, You're a fucking idiot. You're sitting on the mop bucket. <laughs> I can't tell if that's a real laugh or not. <laughs> that's a real laugh. That's a good visual joke. I know. I'll film it and send it to you later. <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that happened. (laughs) (laughs) I just found that literally before you said, okay, I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not bad. That was a pretty good one, actually. Uh, Oh, shit, I had a joke on my phone I wanted to do. It was a joke from my childhood. It was lame, but I wanted to do that. Anyway. Uh, Well, next time. There's always next time, yes. Um, do you want to fucking do the pimp spot now? Sure. Okay, hit it. Hey, baby. What you need? Yeah. Uh, how much is this gonna cost me? How much you got? Whoa. Oh yeah, baby. Come on in to the Nerd Blitz Pimp Spot. Okay, and I figure what we'll do with this, I told you, I'm telling them, is like, if we do this every episode, like, we'll bounce back and forth. He'll pimp something, then I'll pimp something, and we'll go like that. So it's not just, like, 20 minutes of us being like, and then I like this! Now tell me what you like! <laughs> so, it's Captain Wow over here. It's his turn. Captain Wow? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if that's not a compliment a- or not. I don't, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't feel like a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up before I hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. What I'm going to pimp today is not even out yet. Well, goddamn, you just got serious. What I'm going to be pimping right now. <laughs> shit. Uh, actually comes out next week, which by the time you hear this, will have been out for like a month already. Yeah. <laughs> it's Metallica's new album, oh. Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Yeah. Comes out 
I think the 25th, November 25th, I think. But they did something pretty cool this time. They, uh, they've pretty much made the whole album available to listen to for free on YouTube right now. You can go out and find, like they've partnered with all these different um, radio stations and internet sites and shit. And like each one's gotten its own um, exclusive track to play, yeah. to, to put out there. And so right now you can go on YouTube and basically there's there is a playlist that, that will play the whole fucking album for you. Yeah, because didn't they say, and a lot of people were like, it's groundbreaking. I can't think of anybody who's ever done this before, but they're doing a fucking video for every song on the album. I know of somebody. Mm, Can who? you think of anybody who's done it before? For uh, Made a video for every song on an album? Yeah. I think Gore might have done it. You say Gore? Yeah. Oh, everybody I've ever heard of said Guar. Guar, Gore, whatever. <laughs> it's war war with a G on the front. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's people out there who say, we're going to war. Well, and then, I mean, here in the Midwest, you know a fuckers who say warsh. They put an R in wash, so. Yeah. I say guar. Okay. That's, I've never heard anybody else say that, though. Mm, okay, well. Well, I, I'm pretty damn sure Weird Al did it with Alpocalypse a few years back. Oh, really? Did yeah, a video I'm, for everyone. Yeah, I think he teamed up with, like, Jib-Jab for a couple of them, which I fucking hate Jib-Jab. Who the fuck is Jib-Jab? Oh, that's, uh... They generally do, like, greeting cards, or around the holidays they do greeting cards. Yeah, yeah, card yeah, things. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I fucking hate them. But anywho, Metallica. Oh, yeah, so I've listened to We're going to be tangent-heavy this episode, aren't we? Oh, <laughs> uh, possibly. This is going to be off the rails two or three. <laughs> three. <laughs> So they released all those songs on YouTube so you can listen basically to the whole album. I've listened to it, and it's pretty fucking good. Um, yeah, I heard that first single off it, and I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. There's some that are even heavier than that and faster than that, but it sounds really good. Sound sounds, um, you know, there was a lot of complaints with uh, Death Magnetic that the sound was all fucked up and too compressed and uh, real thin sounding. Um, yeah. but I don't hear that in this at all. I mean, this sounds, this sounds like they're, to me, they're the best audio quality they've had in years. And by years, I mean decades. Well, yeah, I've heard people saying like, not only does this, is the quality better, but it's like their best album in like 20 years. It's pretty fucking good. Like I liked Death Magnetic. I thought there was a lot of good shit in there, but it does suffer from some really poor engineering or something i don't know what and it's crazy because it's fucking rick rubin why how how did he fuck that up but it definitely has a weird sound to it but but this doesn't sound like that at all it's nice and fat and chunky what was that album they did a few years ago it was like a white cover with a grave on it that's death magnetic was it okay yeah. what was that one song on there that was that they put out as a single that was pretty fucking everywhere because I know uh, WWE used it for a while, and that's how I heard it. I oh, really? Like, Damn, that's pretty good. Hmm. You don't remember any of the words? Oh, no, not right now. How long ago was it? Well, let's see. I haven't been able to watch WWE in like four years, so... Coming up on five years, so... Oh, okay. So so it was probably Death Magnetic. Yeah. Um. And before that, St. Anger, I mean... It was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, it had a couple of good songs on it, but then some of it is again the the recording quality. That was the that was the end for Bob Rock as a producer for, uh, for yeah. them. And oh my god, the fucking engineering on that is fucking shit. I mean, their their sound is just garbage on that one for the most part. Some of it sounds okay. For the most part it's terrible and like that's when I think James was getting clean and like the lyrics are just atrocious. Huh. <laughs> like they're so bad. There's some of them that are so fucking bad. Sounds like shit I would have tried to write when I was <laughs> seventeen. You know? It was it's really bad. Uh that's a hell of a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But yeah, um hardwired to self destruct. Sounds fucking amazing. There's still some issue with... I still can't get that into um, all of James's vocal flourishes that he uses now. Yeah. He's got a lot of... I don't even know what, how to how to describe it, but like like singer's embellishments and stuff on... You know, like draws things out and... Is it almost Axel-ish? No, not really. Well, kind of, I guess. Or more like, um, you know, that shit that the American Idol singers do where they, like, draw out the last note or the last word that they're singing. Yeah. And they, like, you know, like go all fucking wonky with it. Yes. He kind of does that sometimes. Actually, that type of shit is on my fuck this shit list. Is it really? Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, it, and that like can be a little... singers, too. Yeah. Some of it's... Some sometimes when he does it, it's all right. But then sometimes it's like, dude, what the fuck, man? You don't need to do that there, <laughs> especially on their older shit. Yeah, it's like, fuck, dude, don't be singing like fucking kill 'em all shit, and then putting that fucking. I almost said something bad, but um, <laughs> put that lame ass shit on the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta not say that. That's can't say that anymore. You can in Trump's America. Well, I don't want to live in Trump's America, so <laughs> I don't want to be part of the problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but let's not go into that. <laughs> yeah, let's definitely not go into that. Anyway, Metallica. Metallica. Awesome. I can't believe that they're still, I mean, if you've ever seen them live or seen a concert video of them or them performing in concert, it's fucking crazy how good they are, how tight they are. You know what I mean? When they're live, does their shit sound like the studio? No, not not exact, not quite. The sound quality is fucking really great, though. I haven't it's seen better. them in in years and years, but I've only ever recently seen them in concert footage or concert yeah. uh, movies like that. Through the Never, which is a fucking really awesome concert movie, and obviously that's all through the soundboard and through yeah, you know that, that's all clean and and everything. So that's going to sound like a studio, but. You know, you could tell it's live, but... Well, see, that's always been my issue with, like, live music. Because mm -hmm. you get the album, you fall in love with the album, then you go hear them fucking live, and it's like, it sounds like two different bands. Yeah, no, it sounds pretty close. I mean, I'm not saying it sounds exactly like like the album, but it sounds pretty... I mean, it sounds reasonably close. Yeah. I mean, I guess for purposes of, of that, I would say, yeah, it sounds exactly like the album. Okay. It's not like uh they're not like a they're not necessarily like a jam band or a blues band or something where they're going to go off on a wild tangent or you know the shit's going to be in a different key or a different tempo this time or yeah you know it, it sounds it sounds like they're playing the album cuz like I've got this DVD of Ozzy yeah it sounds fucking totally different 
and it's just like this is unlistenable and that's like i said that's one of my problems with live music you hear it and it sounds nothing like the band on the album and it's like well fuck this this sucks well a lot of times they're so overproduced that they can't recreate that live anyway exactly that to me is the problem yeah but they're they're not really like that they're they're pretty um i mean they're super produced and super uh whatever but i don't think they do it to detriment of the way they sound live i think i think what you what you see is what you get yeah much. i mean like acdc their live shit it sounds almost like the studio yeah which... yeah i would say metallic is the same so I would be down to hear some of their live shit, but I've got to admit, like, I really only know most of their hits. As the kids say now, I don't know the deep cuts. Yeah. So there's that. Doesn't Target have, like, a two-song exclusive or something? Oh, maybe. I pre-ordered off Amazon, so Oh. I don't think I get anything extra. You you should always watch Target when they when a band you like has a new album coming out because a lot of times Target will get like two exclusive tracks or one exclusive track or something. Yeah, okay. It's been like that for years. Well, I think it's a two-disc uh, set. I mean, yeah. it's like it's a double album. Oh, cool. But then there's like a deluxe set that's like four discs, I think. And, Whoa. um Yeah, but it's like two of the discs are all just live tracks. It's all live shit. Oh. From their tour last year. Well, see, I just did it right there. I went, oh, when you said live. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. All right. Well, what's it called again? Hardwired to self-destruct? Hardwired to self-destruct. Yep. I thought so. Yeah. Isn't that what the, that first single was called? Yeah. That was was, really fucking good. Yeah. And I think the second one they released was, um, what was it? Um, fuck. I can't remember now. But the second one was like even was even thrashier than the first one. And then there's a couple songs on there that are even thrashier than that. I might have to listen to this because it was like, damn, like I said, that first song was really fucking good. That's one of those songs you hear and you like you start jittering and shit because you got to move because I've been in the car a few times. And it's like, bim, 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 bim. but anywho. Uh, so, yeah, that. Comes out when again? November 20-something or fuck? It'll have been out for a while. Yeah, I was just going to say, it came out like a month ago. It's available now. I'll just put it that way. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, somebody was asking me today, so what are you guys recording? I was like, episode 19. They're like, oh, cool. Wait, 19? I said, yeah, you'll hear it in five weeks. Jesus fucking Christ, you guys are banked that far ahead? I was like, well, yeah, we've got to. With as fucky as my internet is, we've got to bank at least three like that. Yeah, as funky as my schedules are, the unpredictability of parenthood. I told this person, I was like, and then we've got, like, book club recorded for, like, the next ten months. And they were like, Jesus fucking Christ! And I was like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We've been busy, man. Yeah, we're trying to make sure, which, actually, I guess we should say at this point, hey, we're weekly content providers. Yeah, we should be. We are now, for us, in real time. Yeah, unless for uh, unless I end up getting a job soon, and then I won't be able to keep up with my editing duties. <laughs> well, I mean, then we can just unleash book clubs on them. We still don't have an intern. Yeah. Or a fan volunteering to uh, cut our shit for us. <laughs> what, have somebody else do a pass on it, and then you go through and do another pass? No, fuck that. Have somebody do the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, quality control, bitch. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I might as well just do the whole thing myself. Well, I wasn't saying that. I, I get what you're. I get what you're saying, though. I would still want to go through and. Yeah. Well, I should say I have offered a few times to edit something, but whatever. Yeah, it's okay. Which I was made that video for sixteen point five today. Yeah. I really. It happens every couple of weeks. It's like, God damn, I have a whole new respect for what you do. I cut out the trailer, the Doctor mm-hmm. Strange trailer, and put in a camping trip trailer. Yeah. It took me five minutes just to do that because it felt like it was going to crash. Oh, it, really? Yeah. This is not responding. It's like, you motherfucker. Yeah, the fucking audacity does that shit all the time. I know, and it's such a pain in the dick. It really is. But shit, we've been going for almost 40 minutes. We haven't hit any of the planned topics yet. One of them we've got to get to because from this point on, we're not going to be able to talk about that without sounding old-timey. Oh, yeah. So we need to at least get to that. So Star Wars news, right? Yep. Star Wars heavy this time, bro. Yeah, no shit. Uh, real quick. D... No, we'll go with C... No, fuck. Miss. Nope, I didn't say nothing yet. Okay. I said D, and then I said C, and I said no. Okay. Uh, J. Let's go back to J. We got a feeling here. J3. Miss. Bitch. So, yeah, uh, we got a little bit of Rogue One speculation, maybe. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, but this is the last time we're going to talk about Rogue One until we see the movie, because... Like I said, I think this episode will come out like right before or right around then. Okay. So, well, no, it might actually be after, wouldn't it? I don't know. This is going to come out right around Rogue One, and everybody will already know if this happened or not. So, but anywho. Oh, it's going to happen. Oh, you think it's going to be them? Uh, um, yeah. Okay, well, tell uh, them what for it re- is. For reasons, for reasons that I will get into. Okay. Drop it on us. Well... Um, what was it? An international TV spot? I think so. Was that, was that what it was from? Yeah. So, one of the Rogue One international TV spots, somebody freeze framed a, a particular shot in that trailer, and they speculate that these two X-wing pilots that you see um, standing there holding their helmets in their flight gear are Porkins and Biggs. Oh my God! Yeah, well, shit. I was like, oh. <laughs> now I will say that the guy that plays, or you know, the the actor that they're saying is Biggs in this picture. Yeah. I, he does not look right to me. He doesn't look Biggsy <laughs> does, enough. Not really. I mean, he's got black hair and a black mustache, but I don't know. He doesn't look like Garrick Hagen at all. Yeah. To me, I mean, I don't. I mean, from what I saw, the picture was kind of blurry. So, I mean, it was like, I can sort of see it, but... Well, I mean, it, it's it's that mustache and that black hair like that that's... If they weren't going for that, then why did they do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? That guy, that, that actor, there's no fucking way he had that mustache before he got cast. I don't know, man. There's peop- there's creepy fuckers out there that like them a good porn stash. Nah, I, I don't believe it. No way. <laughs> but the real reason I think it's it's going to be is... If you look at that guy's helmet, that's fucking Biggs's helmet. Look well, at look at the way it's painted. Well, this again, it's like I haven't really paid that close attention to Biggs's helmet and shit. You know, it's painted with two big uh, squares on each side, each hemisphere of the helmet yeah. in the front, and it's like a checkerboard. Yeah. Like a, a yellow and black checkerboard pattern. 
I feel you. That's Biggs' fucking helmet, dude. I mean, it would make sense because now go ahead. Now, do I think do, do I think they're gonna have big parts? No. Oh no, they'll probably just be big or background fuckers. Yeah, I mean that shot that they freeze framed is probably just a passing background shot. Yeah. You know, just just for this purpose alone, just for somebody to go, oh my god, look in the back. Uh huh. But yeah, that's pretty fucking. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Did you hear that there's an Easter egg in the movie that George pointed out? Oh, yeah. I saw that, too. There's some there something... specific helmet, yeah. Oh, I want... Fuck, maybe that's what it is. I don't know, because they said it was something that they were just like, well, we're going to cut this, and then George walked by it and was like, that's pretty cool, and kept going, and they're like, okay, this fucker likes it. We've got to get it in there. Do you think it could be Biggs' helmet, then? I mean, it just that just hit me just now, like, you're right. They did say it was a, a specific helmet. Mm-hmm. So, and you just wet yourself over Biggs's helmet. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I just detail. made that connection, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit! I bet you that's what it is." Yeah, I mean, it could be. It could be. But it sounded almost like it was going to be something more obscure than that. Which to me, that is pretty obs- obscure. But I mean, still. that's pretty obscure. Yeah. yeah. Although, although Gareth Edwards said it was something that he himself probably wouldn't have picked. A- to put in as an Easter egg. Yeah. So maybe it's not something as cool as that. Like, yeah. I think they were surprised that he was so into that. Yeah, whatever it was. That particular helmet or prop or whatever. Yeah. I can't imagine what it could be. Yeah, I, I was trying to think about it, and it's like, okay, who had helmets? Because it's got to be something recognizable. Yeah. I mean, it could be, um, no, I, don't, I was trying to think. Oh. I can't think of one, really. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything. I was, like, trying to think of prequel helmets, maybe. I was mm-hmm. like, no, I can't think of anything there, and then... But, I mean, would it But would it be prequel helmets, or would it be an episode four helmet? Well, I mean, it could be a little bit of both, you know, because yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know, I'm not saying, like, George wasn't involved. He was definitely involved, but I would think it would be something, if it got George excited, it would have to be from one, two, three, or four, because... He was a little bit more hands-off with 5 and 6, right? Mm, yeah, kind of. Not so much with 6. He was pretty hands-on with 6. Was he? Yeah. he. Uh, um, Richard Marquand was the director, but um, and he was the executive producer or whatever, but I think he had a huge hand in... Shaping and, it. And that was, that was source... Yeah, that was like source of some real friction between the two. Yeah. Well, that's right, because didn't they they filmed a lot of the Ewok shit out there in the in California? Yeah. yeah, so it wouldn't be hard for him to get out there. So yeah, yeah. That's well, true. I think he was. I think he was really in it the whole time. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, a lot of the Ewok shit, it wouldn't be hard for him to be there for that. And if he was, you know, involved with all of that, because that's a big fucking chunk of the movie. Mm-hmm. Why not just be there? You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And was there anything about the dude that could possibly be Porkins that was? That made you think it was exactly him because you got Biggs' helmet. What about Porkins? No. Just fat fuck in a suit? Yeah, just a fat fuck in a suit. Which I always... Never trust a fat fuck in a suit. That boy is... What? Hmm? (laughs) What? Nothing. Yeah, just that he... Just that he... He he looks a lot more like Porkins than the other guy looks like Biggs to me. Yeah. I mean, the beard's different because OG Porkins, his beard was... How can I put this without sounding like an asshole? Thinner because his face was bigger? (laughs) (laughs) Which I always thought that was fucked up, and I know, like, I'm not the first person to make this observation, but the fat fuck's name is Porkins. How fucked up is that? Well, you don't think that was on purpose? 
I know it was on purpose. That's why I'm saying. <laughs> well, How just fucked his... up is that? They couldn't call him fucking Commander Jim Bob. It's like, hey, Commander Fatass. I mean, Porkins, whatever. <laughs> That's fucked up. It is pretty fucked up. It's awesome, though. Is it, though? Porkins is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Porkins and Biggs are probably in Rogue One, which we're going to talk about it in the point five episode for that, but my ding-ding is so excited. Yeah, it just makes me more excited for what other kinds of little hid- hidden uh, Easter eggs and stuff might be in there. Uh-huh. Or visual references. Not even not even necessarily Easter eggs, but, like, straight-up shit that, from the other movies. Uh-huh. Like I said, we'll talk about it on the point five for that, like, the drive to it, because we we're both... Got a lot of shit we're excited about for that one, so. And I, I think I'm I'm way less spoiled at this point than for for Rogue One than I was for Episode Seven. So yeah, well, like I haven't been watching the TV spots. I've only watched the trailers, and I haven't been like clicking links and shit that I see. So I just know like the big shit that hit hard, like you know Saw Gerrera, yeah, and shit like that. So which there there is a lot of interesting shit about that because like the whole thing. The whole start of it's like uh, Jin's dad's gets recruited to help design the fucking Death Star and shit. Right. So to me, that's like, wait, this is gonna cross over with Attack of the Clones. Well, no, I don't think it is because I think what's gonna happen is, well, I mean, let's see, how old? I wonder how old she's supposed to be in that movie. I would say she's a lot older than fucking Ray was. I would say she's probably close to 30. Yeah, so let's see. You got to remember, there's there's only like 24 years between episode two and episode four. Right. So if she's like, say, 27, the timeline sort of fits. Yeah. What I was thinking was that it was it would have been after episode three, I think, when he got recruited. Okay, so what you're saying is like he wasn't hired to design it. They came up with the design and they were like, Okay, now make this shit work, you Exactly. Oh. I think they the Geonosans built it or designed it. Yeah. And built it probably. Well, um, I mean they had or at least got it started. I'm pretty sure that yeah, they were involved in the building because look at those big circular ships they had during the battle there. Yeah. The the droid control ships. Is that what those big with the big ball Yeah. The big ball with the circle, yeah. 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 And I mean they had the plans in episode two yeah, yeah, yeah. that they gave to, to Dooku. Yeah. And then um you haven't seen this, but spoilers. Oh, Rebels. On Rebels they go back to um to Geonosis. Um and they scan the planet, and there's no life on the planet. Oh, there's there was a um they oh that's what it was they they went to they got a tip for like some kind of big construction thing or some kind of uh big project that was um taking a lot of resources yeah because a lot of the resources was were coming from Lothal yeah and so they they tracked it to or figured out that a lot of these resources and stuff were going to this project orbiting geonosis so they're like oh let's go check it out and when they got there the whatever they were building was gone there was evidence that something was being built there but it was gone and there were no geonosins on the planet Hmm. so the empire like fucking wiped out all the geonosins yeah after they moved the death star away Hmm. that's i just love for it to tie in directly with like the clone wars era Beyond yeah. like having saw. I mean, that would be there. cool. They, I mean, I've heard that brought up before. Was you know, oh well, when you see him in the trailer and fucking Krennic or whatever that guy is comes to get uh, Galen Erso and take him 
to work on the Death Star, and you see little baby Jin. Yeah. They're like, oh, that must be during the Clone Wars still. And I was like, nah, I don't think it's that far back. I think it's, I think it's after the Empire is already established. Because it's not a, they don't look like Republic uniforms to me. They're fucking stormtroopers, you know. Yeah. And and they're not they're not clones. They're they're straight up they're stormtroopers. They're not clones. Well, remember we've talked about this before. The clones did sort of some of the clones did sort of work with the Empire for a little bit longer. Yeah. After. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, those Death Troopers. Yeah. Those aren't clones. Those Death Troopers are like seven feet tall. Yeah. So I mean, they're not. Um, they're not Clone Wars clones, and that's that's who he has with him is is those black Death Troopers. True. <sighs> Way to rain on my parade. And just his uniform looks like, but I mean, it, it's still within, in in reasonable. It's it's probably right at the end of Episode Three when this happens. Yeah, but I like the idea you know, of it happening. Not not too long after, just but after Episode Two. Yeah. Well, I mean. Fuck, I don't know. Like I said, if nothing I mean, else, the could timeline be. does fit it. Yeah, they could make it. Yeah, it could fit for sure. But I just, I just, to me, I don't think that's what they're going to go with. I don't think they're going to go that way. Yeah, I guess. But uh, again, I think it might just be the burned fucking prequel fan in me. Because <laughs> <sighs> that still bugs me the way that they don't go near that era. Which, let me just say this real quick to the people who said to me, well, fuck you. While the prequels were happening, it was all about the prequels. We didn't have no OT shit. Bullshit. You had a fucking dickload of novels during the prequel era. I mean, you had... Well, and... You had... For fuck's sake, you had, you had 30 years of... Or 25 years of, of OT and nothing else. Yeah, like comics, fucking novels, the West End shit. Yeah. But, yeah, I've heard that one a lot. It's like, well, fuck you. During the prequels, we didn't have no OT shit. And I was like, okay, okay, fine. What? What, for a whole fucking seven years? But it's not even... <laughs> Eight years? But it's not even true, though. Because, I mean, no, I Dark know. Horse was doing comics. Fucking... There was a fucking ass load of novels. Yeah, there were more novels during the prequels. But you had an ass load of novels that were set during the original trilogy and after. So... And guess what? None of none of that shit even counts anymore. I know. <laughs> so what are you bitching about? Who, me or them? No, them. Anybody. All that stuff. Anything that was written then doesn't count. True, but, I mean, the, the point they're trying to make to me is it's time to let the original trilogy have the spotlight again. And it's like they make the comparison that no, when the prequels were coming out. It's not, it's not about, yeah, it's not about the spotlight. It's about connecting both trilogies together, mm-hmm. all three trilogies, all to all the timelines together. Yeah, and to me, it's just like you've got ten years before Episode One and Episode Two. You've got five years between Episode Two and Episode Three. Sure, you've got the Clone Wars in there, but to me, there's a lot more room to fill in shit than there is between four and six. Which that's where most of their shit has been focused is between Episode Four and Episode Six. Yeah, I mean, there's only four years between between those movies. If that, because I think there's like two years between four and five, and then there's one year between five yeah. and six, or maybe one and a half year. So it's like you've got 15 years between the prequels. You've got, just be kind and say, five years between the original trilogy. It's like, I understand I'm a big prequel fan, but there's a lot more fucking gaps to fill in between the pt than there is the ot well and now what you're gonna see is you know all these people who think it's time for the ot to to shine it's not the fucking ot anymore it's the st 
Yeah, but see, I don't think they're really going to fill that in until oh, episode I think 9 they're gonna... is coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they don't want to spoil anything, obviously. Sure, yeah, but what I mean is what you're going to start to see is certain things getting filled in between the OT and the sequel trilogy, the, you yeah. know, the, the new trilogy. So it's not going to be it's not going to be all OT. What you're going to see going forward is a lot of um the new shit. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of post-Jedi shit. And I mean there already has been. But Yeah. And I mean we can tie we can talk about the Maul comic a little bit. That's set before episode 1 and it's like that's fucking awesome to me because you've got millennia before episode 1 that there ain't shit there anymore. I mean they're still doing the old Republic mm-hmm. game. But from what I understand, that's Legends. They're just keeping it going because people really hardcore love that and support it. Which, again, that's another thing that really bugged me about them wiping the slate on the old novels. All that shit leading up to Episode 1 doesn't affect anything else. It doesn't impact what came after Episode 6. So just to give the galaxy some depth, why not fucking include some of that shit, you know? Mm -hmm. But now it's just like, you've got millennia before Episode 1... They've got nothing there, and they really don't seem that interested in filling it out. And to me, it's like, I want to see what set up all of this shit, you know? And then you've got the 10-year gap Mm, between 1 and 2, the 5-year gap between 2 and 3, and then the 20-year gap between 3 and 4. All that shit is far more interesting to me than the 4 years that's the original trilogy. Yeah, there's always tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) This stuff's not going anywhere, you know? True, but... (laughs) Like, <laughs> you might be going somewhere, but Star Wars isn't going anywhere. Yeah, I know. But it's like, come on, fucking... They'll get to it. Give me what I want, bitches, because I had it, and you took it away. <laughs> yeah, because they're going to give it to you again. Yeah, I guess. And then guess what? Half of these novels and shit that they're like, oh, this is all canon now. Guess what? In 10 years, they're going to say, nah, it's not canon. I don't think they'll do it with the novels. I'm pretty sure they'll do it with the comics, mm. but I think the novels will stick. Yeah, probably some of them, but since, some, since a lot of them are you know, directly tied into the movies. Like this Catalyst novel that's coming out for Rogue yeah. One, that'll be canon because that's tied directly into... Well, I think the novels will be canon too because they're not doing how they used to do the novels. There's not a novel every month. It's every every, every couple months you get a novel. Yeah, and it's all under the umbrella of the story group, right? Yeah. It's, it's not like they're just hiring an author and saying, here, go write a Star Wars book. That's something a lot of people don't realize about the EU. They kept that shit in line, even though everybody's like, well, George didn't consider it canon, so fuck you. They were pretty strict about that and making sure it all fit together. Yeah. And people don't seem to realize that. It wasn't just like, well, I've got an idea for a Star Wars thing. Let's see if they'll let me do it. No, that they kept in line just almost as rigidly as they're trying to keep all this new shit in line, too. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. So... I can see all the novels sticking. The comics, I'm sure, because, I mean, when you've got, like, what, five or six monthly comics, eventually it's going to be like, okay, let's wipe the slate on that shit because that's just clogging us down or bogging us down, whatever. So, yeah, I can see them going by the wayside, but I'm pretty sure at least the Del Rey novels because that's another thing. Like, there's young adult novels coming out. There's kids' books that are all considered canon. The Del Rey novels, I'm pretty sure, are set in stone and will remain that way for more than 10 years more than 20 years yeah well speaking of the speaking of the comics and like how much of that's really going to stay canon yeah like an example of that would be and this leads us into our into another topic maybe i don't know if you're ready to move on but the not the han solo miniseries comic 
that's super fucking awesome, by the way, because that could stand on its own and, and not affect anything. But Future Comic Con. The um, I think the the just the new Marvel Star Wars, the main book. Yeah. At one point, it's revealed that some broad shows up and claims to be Han Solo's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then you're like, well, okay, so you've got this young Han Solo movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Is she going to be in it? If she's canon, are you going to see her in there? I'm fairly somehow? certain she's going to be in it. Yeah, because I don't know. I mean, I don't know the whole story of of her. All I know, all I all I read was the part where she shows up, and then it's like a big cliffhanger, like, oh, he's got a wife. Yeah, and the internet went ape shit. From what I heard about that, what it is is like it was like a sham marriage or like a. It was sort of like a Vegas wedding, from what I heard. Yeah, like an accident. Yeah, yeah. like they knew each other a little bit, and they like got married or something on a whim. Yeah, and they tried to make and it he work, just ran and then off he was on like, her. "Fuck this shit," and he left. And then yeah, and she's been trying to track him exactly. down. Exactly. So I could see that being part of that being in the movie, but since we're talking about that, like they they cast that broad from Game of Thrones in the female lead of the movie, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were speculating, oh, because you know the female lead that's gonna be this chick from the comic. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious now that it's not gonna be her because the chick, his wife in the comics, she's a black chick, and the chick from Game of Thrones, I mean, is whiter than white. Yeah, I was gonna say it's. <laughs> I don't want to point out the obvious, but she's, like, paper white. <laughs> yeah. And I heard that, like, um, Zoe Kravitz or somebody, she was up for that role, too. And it's like, okay, now if she would have gotten the role, oh, maybe. That's, oh, that's the lead that, that they cast her for? That's the part they cast her for? Was the I, ones where they had those- I think so. Those three hot chicks yeah. up for it not too long ago? I think so. I'm not 100% sure, oh. but I did, say, I did see an article somewhere that said, I don't know this broad's name, but- is like she got the role and she beat out Zoe Kravitz and it was like, oh, so is that is that the chick that they thought was gonna be Han's wife? It sounds like it. So what the fuck is that then? Yeah, I don't know. I know we were talking about it yesterday and and I said, oh, wouldn't it be fucked up if she was playing um this character from the old Brian Daly Han Solo novels? Yeah. Jess Jesse Jessa. or Jessa? Yeah, it was like a one of his acquaintances. Yeah. Um, that's in that's in Hansel at Star's End. Wouldn't that be fucked up if she was in the movie and they made they made that character canon? Which it's fucked up. Like Han has more chicks in the EU than Indiana Jones did. Like I mean, Han Solo crushes pussy like Harrison Ford crushes pussy. Apparently, because like in this trilogy of books I'm reading, that that character you showed me, she was mentioned in, or she makes a small appearance in Star Wars Rebel Dawn. Yeah. So far, I think he's had a different chick in every book. And there's that famous cut scene from the from episode four, the cantina scene, that showed him with a chick in his booth. Yeah. And she even had a name. I forget what her name was though. Oh, that. W- but it was kind of one of his. That would. One of his girlfriends. That would be good if you knew her name, because that might fucking tell me. That might be one of the broads that he was humping in these books. Let me look and see. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. I mean, I could literally do that, you realize, right? Oh, look in the book No, for I it? mean, talk amongst myself. Oh, sure you could. <laughs> well, since we're taking a short break for you to research, uh, whose turn is it for Battleship? Um, I think it's mine. I'll do a, I'll do a F7. Nope, that's a miss. 
Um, hmm. While you're searching, I'll go with G2. Miss. Fuck. Okay, Star Wars footage reveals Han Solo's other woman in Cancina scene from 2014. Oh. It's spotted kissing a dark-haired young woman uh, who doesn't have any lines in the final cut. Uh, walk into blah, 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 blah. Uh, we don't know much about her. He calls her sweetheart. Uh, the character is known as Jenny. Jenny? Jenny. Yeah, after actress Jenny Cresswell, who played the short-lived character. That name does not sound familiar whatsoever. Is it spelt funny? Nope. Spelt just like it sounds. Huh. No. When you said she was dark-haired, I thought it might have been this Bria or Brea or whatever her name is. Nope. No, I don't know her. Oh, well, fuck it. Uh... Lady from Game of Thrones is going to be in the Han Solo movie as the female lead. <laughs> yep, the mother of dragons. Which that means jack and shit to me. Which she has dark hair. Does she? Yeah. Well, I mean, she... That that hair that hair in Game of Thrones is a wig. Okay. That blonde hair. Oh, so that's the blonde-haired chick. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's about all I know about her is she's the blonde-haired chick. Yeah, no, not Lena Headey. No clue who that is either. Um, She was... Do you ever watch the Sarah Connor Chronicles? Nope. Um, do you ever watch the Dread, the Judge Dread movie? The original? No, the good one. Nope, didn't get to see that. Oh, that's a fucking good movie, dude. You'd love it. That's what I hear. And it looked fucking badass. Oh, it's so good. It was fucking badass, dude. <laughs> I can't believe they're not going to make a sequel to it. Well, did you hear it was Carl so awesome. talking about, somebody inter- was interviewing him and was like, would you do this on Netflix? And he'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. He goes, that would be fucking amazing. It'd be perfect for this. Oh, he was he was perfect. He was perfect. And the, the movie was so fucking violent and bloody. And it was great. Yeah, it sounds like something that was would so, be right It was so much alley. fun. But anyway, she played the, the bad guy in that. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see that real bad. But Did you ever see 300? Yeah. She was uh, Gerard Butler's wife. Oh, okay. That broad. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, she's not the one in the Han Solo movie. It's the other one. No, it's the other one. It's Daenerys Targaryen Khaleesi, Mother of Dragons. Which that means jack and shit to me again. But when the fuck did Star Wars become fucking Game of Thrones? It's like they're getting everybody from that motherfucker. Now, who else did they get? I thought it said another Game of Thrones actor. I'm like, who the fuck else is? Well, I mean, I don't know about if they got anybody else in Han, but I mean... They got Lor Santeca, they got fucking Phasma. Lor Santeca? Max von Sydow? Yeah. Wasn't he on Game of Thrones? He's not in Game of Thrones. No. I heard he was. I don't was. think so. Maybe he's on the maybe he's on the upcoming season. He I don't think he was in it before now. Well, again, maybe he might be in season 7. Again, but you're I right, yeah. Show, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about Phasma. I've heard that he's in Game of Thrones though. Okay. Well, it's he's probably new this season. Well, I mean, they were talking about it back when episode 7 was coming out. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Well, now I got to IMDb that. God damn it. Because people were talking about, then they were cherry picking everybody from Game of Thrones. Really? Yeah. Let's see. I'm going to feel really fucking stupid if I... <laughs> I think he died in I like one season this. if I heard right. Oh, fuck yeah. That's right. He's the three-eyed raven. Durr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was last season. Okay. He was only in three episodes. That's what I said. They, he died real fast from what I heard. Yeah. No, it wasn't real fast. He was in it for a while. Uh, three three episodes like spread out over the season. Yeah. Yeah. But his, his part was pretty minor. Well, I shouldn't say it's minor. It had a pretty big impact, but it's not somebody you saw all the time. Yeah, he for didn't sure. have a shit ton of screen time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And half the time he was he was concealed by tree roots and shit. It's, it's complicated. 
Yeah, it sounds like it. I'd really <laughs> like to see that show too. Oh, you'd love it too. Oh, it's so fucking good. Dread. It's mad- maddening though. Well, yeah. It's maddening. It's well, it's not nearly as bad as Walking Dead as far as like just killing people off for the shit of it just to watch you fucking cry. I don't know, man. I like Walking Dead. Oh, that show just fucking irritates the hell out of me. <laughs> but Game of Thrones irritates me too cuz oh my god, they're fucking brutal and unforgiving and death comes for everybody just out of nowhere. But it is so much such a much better show than Walking Dead that uh I can overlook or or it makes it worth it makes it worth the journey makes it worth it. Yeah. When people actually die as opposed to Walking Dead where it's like fuck you know, I don't know, man. I just like zombies. I do too, but you know, and I was into Walking Dead for a while, but I will say that they definitely I, and they definitely lost me after the fucking shenanigans they've been pulling this this last season or two. Yeah, like I tapped out after uh, like the middle of season last season. Six. Yeah. Wow. I tapped out. I was like, fuck this. I'm done with this shit. I'll tell you right now, I still say that season one of Walking Dead is the greatest zombie movie ever. Yeah, it's pretty good. That was pretty good. Because it flows so fucking well. Yeah. And then they kind of lost their way a little bit for a while. It was kind of hit and miss. I think that's because they got rid of Darabont. Yeah. Which, that to me is just like, why would you get rid of somebody like that? I don't know. You that, get that, somebody that, that baffled me at the time. huge to be on your show, and then you're going to fucking dick around with him? Yeah. Anyway, back to Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Tangent again. I knew it. Um, I fucking knew it from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Amelia Clark is in Han Solo, as well as Donald Glover, who is going to be Lando, Lando Calrissian. Calrissian. I've been meaning to tell this because we we wanted to talk about Lando last time, but we ran out of time. I wanted to tell a real funny story, which apparently he told in a lot of places. Mm -hmm. But Donald Glover, whenever I think about him, I think of this story he told on Attack of the Show years ago where he was talking about Twitter. And he said uh, when he first joined Twitter, he his name was at Don Glover Uh because it's his fucking name. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Right. And he said, then all of a sudden, like, he started getting (laughs) these weird followers. And he goes, he started noticing a lot of avatars Uh, had cocks in them and shit. And people would message him. uh, Uh I I know where this is Uh going. And he goes, somebody tweeted him. He was like, I love your handle. I'm right there with you. And he was like, huh? And the dude, (laughs) he said, the dude replies and he goes, you're dong lover, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was like had to had to quickly insert an underscore into that name eh <laughs> no i think he that's when he changed it to his rap name which is like which is what babyface gambino or something what I, yeah i think that's his so rap is name. he is he a rapper yeah oh well, where the where else do we know him from i mean where, what else has he been in that's oh okay yeah but i think okay i think rap is how he got his start or something Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And then, like, it was taken off, but he got the job on Community or something like that, and that really took off, which kind of helped the rap game take off even more. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a story apparently he's told in quite a few places, and I've always thought that was hilarious because me being me, it's like, how the fuck could you not see that's Dong Lover? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Dong Lover's going to be in Star Wars. (laughs) Sweet. How do you feel about that? I think it's fine. I mean, I don't 
Well, obviously, I don't know his acting work um, since I just asked you, like, yeah. what's he been in? Yeah. But I know other people like him a lot. I mean, I know he's... I don't know anything you know, of it was, his... It was a big deal. It was a big deal that he got picked to be Lando Calrissian. Oh, no like, shit. People seemed happy that, 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 that they picked him. So I know he must be pretty good. I don't but... know anything of his beyond community. Yeah. But just with that... And, like, Lando and the dude he plays on community are two totally different characters. But, like, just with that and then seeing him in interviews and shit, and it was like, if you would have picked anybody else, it would have been a crime. Really? Really, because this dude, he's... I don't, he's smooth as shit. I don't know if he's got, like, the Billy D level of smoothness, but he's a charming motherfucker, you know? So it's like, I could totally see him. And, like, they were first talking about it, and there were some people who were like, uh, well, Don Glover, what about him? And I saw reactions at first were like, but that's Bill... Wait, that could be good. Mm-hmm. And that's basically how I felt. It's like, ooh, how are you going to replace Billy D? He's pretty fucking cool, though. And that's why I figured they would have to do it was with somebody not that known. I mean, kind of known, but not necessarily that known. Yeah. Just like with Han Solo, you wouldn't be able to... Because, I mean, a lot of people... I don't know, we've kind of talked about this before, but, like, for a while people were like, oh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt would be good. Uh-huh. But it's like, you can't fucking have somebody that has that much recognition. Mm-hmm. You, you'd have to cast an unknown. Otherwise, nobody would take it seriously. Sort of like I said with Cumberbatch and Doctor Strange. Going in, it's like, he got so big so fast, I didn't think I would be able to see beyond Sherlock. But, I mean, he nailed that shit. Right. I mean, yeah, you can do it. It's just definitely harder to do. Oh, I yeah, think. when you've got that much baggage, yeah, it's way harder to do. Yeah. And I've got nothing against Chris Pratt, but it's just like, the motherfucker doesn't have to be in everything. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, he's too old anyway. He so. is. Do you think Lando and Han will be? Will this be like a buddy cop movie, or do you think they'll be they'll be ri- more more rivalry? I don't know, cause see, like I said, those Han Solo novels that I'm read I'm reading now, I'm on the third yeah. one. They literally show you Han and Lando meet, mm-hmm. and it's like just rip that straight out of it, because it's so goddamn great the way they meet. Lando's wanting to find Han, but Han's got a bounty on his head from. A hut. Uh-huh. So, or, no, it's not a hut. It's another creature that was a slaver. I was going to say, he's got fucking bad luck with huts, huh? Yeah. Well, it was another creature that's a slaver that was like a cousin of a hut. They send a bunch of bounty hunters after Han, and Han, like, fucking, him and Chewie are offing them and shit. Or no, I think it was just Han at that point. I don't fucking remember. God damn. So this dude's just like, fuck it, get me the best. So that brings in Boba Fett. Uh-huh. Boba fucking pops Han with this, and it's a real, like, hokey sci-fi type of thing, but he pops Han with this thing that basically makes Han his puppet. Han can't talk unless the dude tells him to talk, unless Boba tells him to talk. He can't move unless Boba tells him to move. Well, as he's getting ready to take Han back to, I think it's Yelsa is the planet, uh, Lando pops out and saves Han's ass. Mm. Because I think he... That's the first time they ever met? Yeah, I think... Lando was looking for Han. A mechanic sent him to look for Han for some mm. kind of help, either fixing the Falcon or training him how to fly the Falcon, I think it was. And yeah, Lando saves his ass and they send Boba. They inject Boba with this thing, with this serum that, you know, makes him a puppet. Slap him on Slave One and send him out 
into the universe, tell him, like, set in coordinates and get as far away from here as you can. So that's how they meet and they become fast friends because, you know, Lando just saved his ass. Mm-hmm. That to me, again, even with the like hokey sci-fi serum of you inject somebody and they can only do what you say or they have to follow any order given to them by anybody. Even with that, it's like it's a really fucking cool introduction. So it's like, just do that. Yeah. Show us how they meet. Show us how they fucking get together and become these friends. Or just rip out the part of that where Lando loses the Falcon to him because that happens in Rebel Dawn. You know... Talking about that just made me realize the timeline on, you know, Lando's ownership of the Falcon. Yeah. So that Rebel, well, I mean, that's legend, so that's not probably going to have any impact on that. But True. How, had the, have they said how long before Episode 4 that uh, that Han Solo movie is going to take? I think, I don't think they have. I think we've kind of speculated. I, the last speculation I heard that it was going to be five years before Episode 4. Yeah. Because that's when we had that conversation about, it well, they're going to have to. It can't to... be. Well, yeah, that's why we well, had I that conversation about they're going to have to, you know, blend in a little bit of that prequel aesthetic. I mean, I guess it could be. Because what I'm thinking is, okay, you're saying, well, see, and I'm basing it on a Legends book. So yeah. that's right out anyway. But Rebels is only three years yeah, out. Yeah, I was going to say, at this point, I think it's like. From episode four? Three, two or three years, yeah. Yeah, and we've seen Lando several times in Rebels. Yeah. He doesn't have the Falcon. Yeah. So, but see, that's why I was comparing that to that New Dawn book, which is really not canon. Yeah. Rebel Dawn. Yeah, Rebel Dawn. Because New Dawn is canon. Yeah, sorry. Because <laughs> uh, you said he lo- he they show him lose the Falcon, mm-hmm. and then that, that book leads right into, or or do they show him lose it in a flashback? Because no, you said that book leads really right into- What's really great about these books is like, they take place, each one take place over years. Okay. It's not like, okay, here's the last few months leading up to it. These three books are the ten years of Han Solo's life before episode four. Okay. They'll show you a chunk of shit happening, and then it'll be like, over the next five months, Han took a lot of jobs from this person. He got to go to this place. He traveled with a magician lady for some time, which taught him how to be a better thief than he already was. And then six months have passed, so he goes back to Nar Shadda. And that's where he fucking met Lando, I think, was right after him and Chewie got back to Nar Shadda and now Hutta after uh, traveling with this magician lady for like six months or whatever because Boba Fett was looking for him. So no, I guess he met him before. Either way, yeah. And then this book starts with... There's a Sabic tournament that was mentioned at the end of the previous book that Han sold some shit to get the entry fee into. And then I'm like 120 pages in, and that happened, I think, like a year ago at this point. In any event, it was making me think about, you know, when exactly did Lando uh-huh. have the Falcon and when did he lose it, you know, yeah. in, in relation to Rebels. Um, and yeah, in the Han Solo movie. And so, yeah, I guess it could be... I didn't think this before just now, but if that Han Solo movie is like five years before, yeah. when we see Lando in Rebels, he's already lost the Falcon. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's already lost it. He already owned it and lost it. I don't know why, but I was thinking he hadn't yet got it. He didn't have it yet. Well, I mean, he could have won it and lost it in a quick period of time because... Yeah, but I don't I don't, I don't, don't know. Because the way, the way Lando always seems so pissed off about it, like... 
not not pissed off because he lost something valuable, but pissed off because he lost a personal item. You know what I mean? It seems like he would have had owned it for longer than just a short True, period of time. But see, again, and we keep saying this, it's not canon, but Rebel Dawn addresses why he feels that way. Oh, because he feels like Han probably cheated. Well, what happens is there's a big Sabic tournament, and they're both involved, and they come down to the final table. So Lando says, okay, I don't have any more money, but here's a chip. It's It's good for any ship that I own, because he owns this little, um, like a lease car type place on Nar Shaddaa. Okay. And he tells Han, it's good for any ship that I own, or any ship in my lot. And what he meant was the lot that he has, you know, for this tournament. Because Lando, in this, he's like a great gambler, and he really likes to fuck with people's heads and shit. So I think he's got a couple ships or something like that. And Mm -hmm. Han had been eyeing the Falcon when he first met Lando because he taught Lando how to fly it because Lando had a droid flying it for him. Well, anyway, Han kind of stores that in the back of his mind. Han ends up winning, and Lando goes, Okay, go with me. You can win any... You can pick any ship. And Han goes, Oh, I know what ship I want. And he's like, Oh, is it that one ship you were eyeing? And Han goes, No, I want the Falcon. And Lando's just like, Wait... And he goes, hey, buddy, you said any ship on your lot. That includes the other lot. And Lando's just like, but you can't do that. And he goes, do we have to get the tournament judges involved? And he's like, just take it. Mm, just okay. Just take it and get out of here, dude. Yeah, I would buy that. I'd, I'd be down with that. That's what I said. These fucking novels are really fucking great, dude. Hmm. And so, I mean, that explains why he took it so personal when he sees Han and he's like he's going to punch him, and then he's just like, come here, buddy. That would right. explain why he was a little raw about that. But in the hmm. EU, he didn't have the... Lando didn't have the Falcon for long. It was maybe a year or two at best, because he won it in a Sabic game. So I never really thought about his attachment to the Falcon. I just figured, you know, he had it and lost it and left it at that. Yeah. It's really fucked up, actually, how how many times the Falcon has changed hands, and it's never, like, amicable. It's always, like... Somebody swindled somebody out of it. Somebody gambled exactly. it away. Somebody straight up stole it. Official, somebody else stole it from that person. Even in official canon, just like the movies. Yeah, that's that what I'm talking about. Like swaps hands like six times from episode five to episode seven, doesn't it? Um, let's see. Okar Plot stole it from uh, somebody who stole it from the Irving boys. Wow, you really memorized that dialogue, didn't you? So that was three. Yeah, race. Yeah, Ray so stole it from Uncar. Yeah, who stole it from uh, Duquesne, who stole it from the Irving boys. Yeah. who stole it from Han. Right, so it's, it changed hands one, two, three, four, five, and then back to Han, yeah. That's a lot of fucking time. Yeah, so. But hey, it's the fastest hunk of gunk, hunk of gunk, hunk of junk in the galaxy. So you can see why it would be so prized. And it blew up two Death Stars. Yeah, but I... I'm not sure how much of that would be public knowledge, you know? Yeah. That seems more like a, well, we don't want this to get out because then fucking Empire might target us type of thing, I think. That could be. Although, I mean, there are people who know, so I can't imagine that it wouldn't get back to the underworld somehow. True. And all these fuckers are underworld scumbags, so, you know what I mean? They, they would they would probably find out yeah, somehow. I can see that. They wouldn't tell the Empire, but they would tell it within their own yeah. circles. Fuck, my voice just cracked. Yeah, it was like me in that one episode of Book Club that they haven't heard yet. I've been noticing that a lot when I'm editing these episodes. My voice, oh, yeah, all of a sudden for no reason. 
Uh huh. <laughs> it's fucked up, isn't it? That's it's stupid. like, like I said, it's like I think it was episode two of Book Club, which actually by this point they may have heard. Where I was like, I am doomed. That was fucked up and funny. <laughs> Let's talk about that a little bit more. The Lando movie. What do you think it's gonna be? You know. I have no fucking clue what it's going to be. We know Lando's in it. We know Han's in it, obviously. And we know uh, Alden just confirmed that Chewie is indeed going to be in it. So what the fuck is it going to be? Man, I don't know. Do you think it'll be like the meeting of Lando and Chewie? Will one of them already be with him? What the fuck? How are they going to piece this together and not make it seem too fucking convenient? Too coincidental. Yeah, Yeah, too convenient. Um, hmm. Which, like, that's another thing in these Han Sol- in this Han Solo trilogy. We don't see Han and Chewie meet, but we do... She does tell how they meet. Han was still in... The Imperial Yeah, Academy. I think he was, like, close to graduation, and they ran across some slavers, and Han was like, I ain't down with this shit, and they're like, too bad, do it. Yeah, that's all... Uh, and that might be... I think that's the way it happened in Brian Daly's novels, That too. might be where it happened. maybe that might be... Yeah, that might be one of the things that you said it's in that trilogy that they reference it. So, uh, yeah, I think the same thing happens in in that original Han Solo trilogy. I don't know if it it does show it in there or they just reference it because in that Han already has the Falcon in those three books from what I've read. Yeah. So it would have to be a flashback because, as I just said earlier, they... Yeah, he was in the Academy. Well, yeah, but I mean, they made sure that the EU was cohesive. So it would be weird for him to, you know, him to have the Falcon and then to jump around like that. That would be strange. Yeah, so I don't know. I I, I always felt that, that he and Chewie were together for a long time. Yeah. Like, not not five years before episode four. You know, so I, I man, I don't, want, I don't want it to be, like, here's Han Solo finding Chewbacca four years four or five years before the first Star Wars Yeah, movie. so just have it start off with them already. Yeah, the, buddy they're buddy, already... Then yeah. they meet Lando. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Honestly, I, I really don't give a fuck how they do it. Just do it good. Yeah, I just want them to do it good. Because, I mean, you can go back and listen to a, how we talked about it before. I was a little bit more apprehensive, but... Again, reading this trilogy by A.C. Crispin, which actually she died a couple years ago, so R.I.P. to her because these books are fucking great. Wow. But reading these books, it's just like, if they can do it on this level, fuck it. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Yeah. Because they're that damn good, man. Yeah. Change my mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's my personal feeling is that they should have been together for a lot longer than five years, but, you know, make it good and change my mind. I don't care. Dance for me, monkey. Entertain Based me. Based on the EU, I would say they were they were together like six or seven years. Which, I mean, that's not much more, but it is a little bit more time to feel each other out. Huh. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I was thinking more like ten. Yeah. Ten or more years. Well, then, I mean, it would be like Han knew him when he was little, wouldn't it? Well, no, because Han was in his 30s. And... No, Han Solo's, Han Solo's like 35 yeah, years old. So... Yeah, <laughs> it's like thirty three, thirty five, something like that. In in a new hope. So these these three books I'm reading, they take place way before. It's not just the last ten years because Han's like nineteen at one point. So it's like the fifteen years leading up to four. Mm-hmm. Which we've talked about personal canon before. These are definitely in mine. So it's hmm. up to the Han Solo movie to fucking change this. Oh really? I think they're that good. Hmm. But as it is now, this is what happened leading up to episode four. 
do you think that chick that he was married to is going to be in the movie at all or what? I don't know. Like I said, I don't I don't have enough information about her character to know whether I would even want yeah. that or or to be excited about it. I mean, I'm kind of excited that they could have like a tie-in or a crossover or something to bring a, a comic character into the film. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. I like those kind of connections, mm-hmm. but I do too. Personally, I don't necessarily care. To me, it would be cooler to see somebody from a cartoon like Saw Gerrera in Rogue One. That, to me, is cooler than a comic character. Because yeah. in a cartoon, you like see them living and breathing and shit in a form. And I'd be like, damn, it'd be cool if we could see them on the big screen. And then they fucking do it. Now, if we were to say, you know, like my other theory was like, oh, wouldn't it be fucked up if, if she was that character from the Brian Daly book? Yeah. That would be cooler to me. Oh, yeah. Or even cooler, or even cooler would be... It's that chick from the cantina. Yeah. You know, like a deep cut connection. You know, have it still connected somehow to exist to an existing character that's been out there for a long time. Especially one that's been out there for 40 years. With no fucking development? With no, you know, with no explanation or development or not even in the final cut of the film. I mean, that would be fucking fucked up and ballsy to be like, hey, check it out. Yeah, it would. uh, Let me ask you this, since we're kind of dancing around it in a way. How do you feel about adaptation? This isn't Star Wars, but how do you feel about like adaptations? Like when they adapt something from, say, a comic, versus how they adapt something from a book. Um. Because I I realized because this is something I think about quite often. I realized recently that I was a bit hypocritical based on what I've always how I've always felt about this in regard to Killing Joke. Because for me, I've always said that. If you adapt a comic, I don't feel you have to do it straight, panel by panel, word for word, sort of like Walking Dead hasn't. Yeah. Because, I mean, comics are a visual medium, you know? But I feel when you adapt a book, you should be more faithful because that that's all in your head you have no visual reference for that so you would like to see it translated you know one for one just to have somewhat of a similar experience you know yeah so how do you feel about that is that too big of a conversation to have with no prep (laughs) oh yeah i mean that's i don't know i don't know that i've ever really thought about it that much but i would say like yeah i would think see i would think it would be the other way like I would almost feel like the comics should be adapted more faithfully just because there's there's no room for interpretation, really. You know what I mean? The the visuals have already been established yeah. for what things look like and how things happen. Yeah. But but in a book, you're never going to get... You're never going to adapt it the way everybody sees it. Yeah, but I mean I mean more story-wise than, like, the look. Or what, or what everybody think... Or what people think is important in the yeah. book. Because you can't get an entire book into a movie. Yeah. You know, so a lot of stuff that people really love about a book is not going to make it yeah. in. Well, have... No matter have what you Have you seen do. that meme where it's of a Harry Potter book where they, like, cut a disc through the fifth book and then set the disc to the side, the disc shape, and, like, this is what you get when you adapt a book. Oh, yeah. I have never seen that, but, yeah, that's about, that's about yeah, the truth. And- to me, it's like when you adapt a comic and you just do one for one, a one for one translation. It's weird because it's like you you know the story completely, every inside and out of it. You know this story, so it's just like, why is it interesting? Mm, that's true. It, it, like the case of Harry Potter Seven, those movies. I mean, they'd fucked them up well before they got to the seventh one. 
But if, like, from the fourth one on, they'd split them into two parts, they could have been faithful to the story. Like I said, the look of it, I get that. Like, you're never gonna, you're never gonna be able to get a look right that everybody will like. Yeah, I mean, I think in either case, you shouldn't really be altering the story. Yeah. Omitting things is okay, because obviously you can't fit it, like I said, you can't fit it all into one movie. Well, that's when you split it into two parts, like I said. For example, one of my bigger pet peeve uh, of these things happening would be uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. What the fuck was Liv Tyler doing in there? With Lord of the Rings? Yeah. She's not She's not in the book. That character is created completely so that Aragorn can have a love interest. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. that Yeah, she's not in the book. Oh, you didn't know she wasn't in no. the books? No. that None of that exists in the book. Huh. That was completely made up. Well, I take that back. I think maybe her name is mentioned in the book, but I don't think she appears in the book at all. Yeah, I didn't know that. And there certainly, there certainly wasn't a any kind of romance between the two of them, you know, and the whole, oh, she stayed here. She didn't go. She gave up her immortality. You know, yeah, she gave up immortality to be with him and blah, blah, blah. Then none of that shit. Yeah, I did not know that. You know, and she didn't fucking, she didn't show up and lead the fucking battle at fucking Helm's Deep or whatever where she shows up and, and does battle. She, none of that shit. Huh. So that really, that irritated me because. That does make me look at those movies differently now. Yeah, it, it 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 was it did feel like what the fuck? Why yeah. is there not enough? Is there not enough in those books already? You had to like manufacture some something just so that there's you know. And they said they wanted because there's no. I mean, it's a sausage party. Those yeah. books, you know, what I'm saying there's no there there aren't any female characters really. You know, there's Galadriel and there's um, Galadriel, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's um, whatever the writers of Rohan chick Aowen? that that kills yeah that kills the wraith yeah. at the end because uh, she is no man <laughs> yeah because no man can hurt yeah, the yeah. yeah that's a fucking pretty boss uh scene but yeah i um, think that was Aowen, wasn't it Aowen, right right uh you know so that's about it yeah <laughs> you know so i guess they you know they felt like they needed a, a another female character i guess to get the female i mean they as much as said so well i mean that's even weirder then because like you had a you add a female character just to be the fucking love interest. Basically, Can you imagine yeah. if they made those movies today? The fucking firestorm about that. And I mean, that was only what fourteen years ago. But see, that kind of thing I have a well, problem I mean, with. You shouldn't be doing look at that the kind Hobbit of shit. And all the shit they had to add to that to stretch it out to three movies. Well, yeah. Well, see, I haven't even seen the other, the second two movies of the I Hobbit. I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, I saw the first one. I thought it was good. Yeah. It was really kind of stretched out and i'm like how the fuck are they gonna make three movies out of this and like you said apparently <laughs> they added a whole bunch well, from of what shit. i heard they like dove deep into the appendices and shit and we're like let's yeah. fucking do this world justice and yeah. what was really fucked up is like i've only ever seen like the extended cut of fellowship of the ring and i prefer to watch the extended cuts of all three of the lord of the rings movies but they took the thinnest book of that series and made it three movies and then they did fucking extended cuts of each of those three movies oh my god really really wow and then fucking like i said the harry potter movies are sitting over there gutted and it's like what yeah. why couldn't you do this it's the same fucking company basically because warner brothers well, owns... Peter jackson wasn't in charge yeah i know but it's like fucking warner brothers owns new line peter peter jackson and his fucking tolkien ocd man oh shit wasn't in charge of that would have been great. In The Hobbit too, there's there's that um that 
fucking giant hulking orc. Yeah. That's chasing them the whole time. Yeah. I don't think that's in The Hobbit either. I don't think that's in the book. Say that again. In The Hobbit. Yeah. The movie. Oh, okay. I, there's that's where you lost me because again I haven't seen it. There's a there's a subplot of this giant like albino orc that's uh that's after them the whole time yeah I don't, and i guess i don't remember that um, from the he's got a, i guess he's got like a big uh, i want to say he's like he's fought one of the dwarves before yeah and they show that in a flashback and i could see that maybe that got pulled from an appendices or a, or some other tolkien writing yeah but i don't i do not recall in the hobbit there there being this subplot of this orc chasing them trying to kill them the whole time yeah no that doesn't sound familiar to me at all no and that was something too i was like what the where where did this come from did you ever dive into the appendices and shit no not not too deep i i did try to read the silmarillion yeah but holy shit dude if you think the lord of the rings is hard to get through (laughs) if you if you think that's like fucking reading a goddamn history book like a textbook yeah try fucking reading that that's like reading a fucking sanskrit bible and shit (laughs) Have we talked have we talked about Lord of the Rings on here and my issues with it? No. Well, maybe. You mean the movies or the books? The book. Mm, I don't think we've talked about your issues with them. Yeah. Cuz I mean, it's it's not like that it was a textbook. It's just it was so fucking like I remember I think it was they went into Tom Bombadil's joint, which holy fuck, that dude's fucking strange. Oh yeah, that was a weird uh that was a weird side uh, branch to the story. Yeah, what, what? Yeah, and that was one of the things when the movies came out, people were like, "What happened to Tom Bombadil?" I'm like, "You don't want that." That was fucking stupid. That was stupid. That had nothing to do with the overall uh-huh. story. But like, they go into Tom Bombadil's joint, and at this point, I was already like, "Oh fuck!" But they go into his joint, and Homeboy takes like a half a paragraph or something to describe. Oh yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah, on the show, did we? Yeah. Okay, but yeah, he takes like half a page to describe. I think we actually, I think we talked about it in book club. Oh well, that's months off then. (laughs) Yeah. So you're gonna hear me repeat something later that I said first before this. It's a whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's like the dude takes half a paragraph to describe an Afghan laying over a, a rocking chair, and it's like. What the fuck does that have to do with the story? Yeah, Tolkien's kind of wordy. It's just like fuck this. I I don't want to read this. But I Oh, they're so good though. I've I've sort of recently started building up my strength again to try and dive back in. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. I mean, they are wordy and but damn, they're 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 really good. Well, I mean, The Hobbit, I read that and I was like, is this what Lord of the Rings is? Because I am fucking there, because The Hobbit was amazing. Yeah, it. I mean, it is. It's just The Hobbit is The Hobbit is entry level. Yeah, <laughs> Tolkien. <laughs> Story wise, the The Lord of the Rings is just as amazing. It's just it's just more difficult to read. Any book series that has to have, and I'm not talking about fucking Harry Potter because Harry Potter's not that hard to read, but and I'm sure they have these, but that they, that have like a fucking reader's companion book. Yeah. You know, that scholars write so that you can, you know, read along with uh, like the anno, like the notes of these uh, guys explaining what's going on in the book. Yeah, well, there's plenty of books like that for Potter. Yeah, I'm sure there are. But I mean, any book where you actually need one to Uh like follow what's happening and all of the metaphors and the the symbolism and and what Tolkien's really trying to say here and 
you know, how it's all a, a, a parallel to World War II England. and Yeah, I totally feel you. Any book series that needs its own book series <laughs> to explain it is is um, going to be hard to read. Yeah. But they're so good. But yeah, the, people have done that with Potter to like explain some of the symbolism she uses. Or if you're a fan of Boondock Saints, some of the symbology. I've got quite a few of those type of books, and like, there's people who wrote essays about it and all that shit. It's the same type of shit like they do with the Sherlock Holmes stories. Oh, they do. Yeah, I mean, they do it with everything. They do it with Star Wars. They do it with Buffy. They do it with yeah. They'll do it with anything. I just, I just meant with Tolkien. It's like you need a smart person to fucking sit you down with a laser pointer. Yeah, kind (laughs) of. Kind of. You can read like three or four paragraphs of Tolkien, and and then uh, somebody can explain it to you, and go like, oh. Really? All that happened in there? <laughs> exactly. I thought he was talking about a blanket. Oh, God. I, I, <laughs> like I said, I'm starting to build my strength up to get back into it, but I am sort of dreading it. Because I read, like, the first book of Fellowship. Because, you know, each book is book one, book two. I read the first book of Fellowship, which is half, and I was just like, I'm good. Because <laughs> it was painful. I'm just not smart enough to read that shit. Yeah, not really either, but I make myself do it sometimes. Speaking of which, have you ever, have you ever read um, Beowulf? No. Try reading that sometime. No. You'll be you'll be begging for you'll be begging for Lord of the Rings. No, I'm good, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> it's good too, but it, it's. Um, Isn't that some you know, of that like Shakespeare type shit? No, it's even worse than that. It's oh, fuck me. It's it's based. It's literally in like a foreign language. And you have, I mean, any, anything you get is like an English translation of a Celtic yeah. or whatever, um, whatever the original language was in. So, you know, I have a copy that has, you know, one ha- one half of the page is, is the text, you know, the translated text. Yeah. And then, or, or is it the translated text? I think the one I have might have the original text and then the translated text. And then there's like fucking author's notes too, or like, <laughs> um, experts notes or whatever explaining like what the shit is that he's talking about yeah because it's another thing where he like uses words that don't exist anymore or, or ways of describing things that you wouldn't think um mean what they mean yeah because it's just so fucking old timey yeah yeah oh that's crazy uh, the, something else i wanted to ask you about again it's another completely different tangent fantastic beast and where to find them just opened right Right. Which, for everybody listening, a month ago it opened. Yeah, it's already out of the theaters by now. Yeah. Um. Did you ever read the book that that's sort of loosely based on? I mean, it's not really based on it, but it has the same title. No. J.K. Rowling put out two books for charity, sort of like uh, Oh yeah. Beetle the Bard. Right. And they're textbooks from Hogwarts, Quidditch Through the Ages and Fantastic Beasts where to find them and where to find them okay i do remember that yeah do you have those have you flipped through them or anything no i don't have them i haven't flipped through them or anything Uh, well i mean they used to be like fucking hard to find but now they're readily available because i've seen them at target and if like you're really into deepening that world and shit i would suggest picking them up but it it's straight up a textbook about the fantastic beasts of the Harry Potter universe. Yeah. And the movie is basically like you see him do the research that led to him writing the book. Oh, okay. I see. So I just wanted to know if like you'd ever read that. No, I haven't. Something I always wish she would fucking do. 
again, there's precedent for it because she did Fantastic Beast, she did Quidditch Through the Ages, and she's done Beetle the Bard. Put out fucking Hogwarts of History. Mm. Wouldn't that be pimp? Yeah, that's like a no-brainer, like a big fat coffee table book. Yeah, and just like Hmm. write the fucking history of Hogwarts. Write the history of Gryffindor and Slytherin and Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Because yeah, and it could be you could have it all illustrated, just like that uh, the illustrated Harry Potter books that they've been putting yeah, out. Yeah, and those look amazing too. Yeah, I saw one at the comic shop the other day. Well, not the other day, but a few months ago. Yeah, it was like holy shit. Yeah, I think uh, Stone and Chamber are out now. Yeah. Whenever fucking Prisoner comes out, I'm gonna have to rip that off the shelf and flip through that. I thought you were gonna say rip it off. No. Steal it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> No, I'm going to have to rip that off the shelf and flip through that some bitch hardcore. You have to rip it off one page at a time. <laughs> <laughs> and then put the fucking spine of it under my shirt. Like then scotch, uh, scotch tape it all back together yeah. at your house. <laughs> Which, think about that. How the fuck are they going to do Order of the Phoenix like that? Because those books are huge anyway. Oh, good point. <laughs> they do get exponentially larger as the series goes along, right? Yeah, I, up until five, each book was longer. Mm-hmm. Which I was always hoping she would do like a thousand page novel. Because that would have been. Is, uh, is Deathly Hallows not fucking <laughs> close to a thousand pages? No, Death- Deathly Hallows is less than five. No shit. Well, not 500 pages, but less than Order of the Phoenix. Book five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I think Order of the Phoenix, she said that was. She should have done more editing on that one, but. I think that one was like 800 pages or near 800 pages. And she was like, she should have reined herself in a little bit on that one, but mm. she didn't. And I was like, bullshit, go further, man. That's the only time that I've really been like, do more, do more. Come on, do more. And what the fuck is up with her? Lately, all she's doing is putting out script books because the Cursed Child, that's a script book. And then I, yeah. I just saw on the Target ad, there's a script of fantastic beast that's out and it's like fucking that's because i don't know if you noticed but this is that's a movie now i know but it's like fucking put some prose into that bastard and put it out that way as a novel nah i would much rather read it as a novel than a script nah she's not interested i know she's not but it's like come on print money lady (laughs) give it to your charity she's already got enough she's got plenty of charity work she could give it to dude she prints money just sitting still true she doesn't she doesn't actually have to do anything. I know, to, but to fuck. <laughs> Give me what I want. Axio dollar bills and shit. No shit. Axio millions. Printicus moneyus. <laughs> oh shit, we're over two hours. Yeah, I just saw that. I guess we should wrap it up, huh? Probably. <sighs> that was fun, though. I was having fun. Why's it gotta end? Mm, I don't know. God damn it. All right. Fuck. This. Shit. I'm not even gonna ask anymore who's going first. Just go. My fuck this shit is... Again, you get so fucking serious for a second and proper. It's like, my fuck this shit this week is... Winter. Winter? The coming of winter. Fuck you. And winter itself. Fuck that shit. Fuck you. I used to love it so much when I was younger. Fucking can't stand it. Fucking shit is like dark at fucking 4.30. Bullshit. It's fucking ridiculous. Goddamn cold and windy and 
Fucking leaves blowing all over the goddamn place. I can't get in my fucking car without wind cutting through my jeans. Fucking hate it. Goddamn. You're fucking man alone on this one. I don't care. I'll be alone. That's what I feel like in winter. I feel like I'm alone. I feel like the world's closing in every time the fucking sun goes down. See, to me, I love the winter because in the winter, if you get cold, you can just slap on another blanket, throw on another layer. In the summer, there's only so much you can take off before the cops come. Yeah, I agree. I agree on that point, but I'm saying fuck to getting dark early. I like it. And it's such a deep, it's such a deep dark too. It's like just darker than dark. It's way darker than it is in the summertime. Yeah. And it's just, oh, I, I just feel, it feels like an oppressive weight pressing down on me. Just the darkness. I'm not going to go into the details of it, but yeah, like a few years ago, November, it was really bad for me, but it's like, mm-hmm. I prefer it, man. Because the sun's blinding me in the summer. I can't see shit. I love the dark. Uh, well, so did I. I used to when I was younger, but I don't know what changed. But as I've gotten older, like, I can't deal with it. I just cannot deal with it. I need the fucking sun. I don't need to be hot. I don't like to be hot. Yeah. I like to be, like, kind of partly cloudy, about 70 degrees, 75 degrees maybe. Um, And then I feel feel more cheerful and energetic. And But... I can't, I can't deal with it. And and even fall, fall used to be my favorite season, but I can't fucking deal with it anymore. It's just, it just feels like, just like death is coming for me. Yeah. I mean, this is the first. And it's been like that for, it's been like that for years. For me. For several years. For me, this is the first time that I can't disagree with you more, man. Cause I love the dead of winter. I fucking love I can't deal snow. with scraping my fucking car in the morning. I can't deal with fucking shoveling my driveway to get the fuck to work. Well, I don't have that problem at the moment, but, you know, I, I can't fucking, I can't stand it. I can't stand walking out of my warm house and into the fucking cold ass, freeze your nostrils shut, Well, see, cold to air. me, it's like, I don't have, I don't have to deal with my allergies in the winter, too. Well, yeah, neither do I, but. Most of it, it's like all upside for me. No, most of it's just all downside. Yeah. Fucking flu season comes, stomach bug season comes, cold season comes. We're fucking constantly sick. Every, Everybody's sick all the time. Everything's just coming on you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> just want to get in bed and not get out. Well, I mean, that's me most days. I hate it. The fucking holidays come, and I hate the goddamn holidays. That, now that I I'm can older, agree with you. I fucking hate it. I used to love Christmas so much. I used to love Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas were so fucking awesome all the time. I fucking can't stand it anymore. Mm. And I have kids, and I should love Christmas, and I... I get more excited, you know, as it gets closer or, or when the day comes, but just the whole season, the ramp up to it and everything, I just, I, I can't do I it. I haven't been into Christmas for like six, eight years now. Yeah. All that shit is just like, and like Halloween and shit, when I was little, I loved it, but I haven't enjoyed Halloween in 12 to 15 years. Yeah. Just, I don't get it. I don't like yeah, it. Uh, the holidays, it's just, and it, I know it's all just because people have died and all the holidays do now for me. I mean, it should be like a happy time for the kids and stuff. Yeah. And it is when it happens. But like I said, the, you just look around the ramp the up to it. There's like, always, oh yeah, there's fewer here than there were yeah, before. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Yep. You think about all the people who aren't here. Yeah. And it's like, well, fuck. But see, I guess I what? Don't need guess just what? In a couple years, there'll be less. Yeah, I know. I don't need the holidays for it either, but that's just like a slap in the face. Yeah. It's like a stark reminder, you know. Yeah. There's a fine point put on it at the holidays. Yeah, I feel you. So, yeah, so fuck all that shit. And it all happens in winter, so it can all suck my dick. I don't agree with him. Just 
I can't make that clear. I don't I don't agree with him. Okay, well, if you're going to just be afraid of offending Winter, then, you know, we can move on to something else. Offending Winter? <laughs> That's what it sounded like. You're, I, I can't make it clear enough that I, I don't feel the same way. <laughs> All right, so what you got? Uh, I told you there was a wrestling thing I wanted to talk about, right? Right. Well, I remembered it, and I I will be... F- China's penis? What? No, I don't know. <laughs> this is something I have bitched about before. I'll, I will be upfront about that. But I haven't bitched about it since we launched this segment 10 episodes ago. Okay. So I just want to get this on the record in this segment. I was looking at... I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube lately that really pissed me off. These fucking cocksuckers that anybody who enjoys wrestling, they've got to be like, well, fuck you, it's fake. And it's like, no shit, stupid. (laughs) I hate to break it to you, but Batman's not a documentary. Yeah. I I don't understand that argument. Well, wrestling's fake. I don't watch wrestling because wrestling's fake. So turn your your TV in the river then, cocksucker, because everything's fake. Yeah, that's not the argument to use if you don't like wrestling. Mm, I mean... There's plenty of other things to pick at. Oh yeah. You don't have to you don't have to you don't have to use that as the basis for not liking mm, it. I mean plenty of legitimate reasons. I've seen people that are obsessed with Walking Dead that'll be like, fuck yeah. wrestling, it's fake. And it's like you don't you don't yeah. see what's wrong here. Oh my god, they bashed Glenn's head in. <laughs> oh Exactly. It's like shut the fuck up. You you're just an idiot. You notice I didn't bother to put a spoilers on yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to really get me going, I can talk about spoilers, too. No, let's don't. We're running out of yes, time. Yes, we are. We'll save that one. Put a pin in that one. Next time. remember, Remind me next time to talk about spoilers for my fuck this shit. Uh, okay. But yeah, it's just like, how the fuck is this an argument? Everything's fake. Every fucking thing that is scripted, everything that's on TV, even reality shows, which are, quote, real, are fake. How is that... What's going to stop you from watching wrestling? You're just a fucking idiot if you say that. Yes, I'm saying that. And there's people I know that are famous who say that. Fuck you, you're stupid for saying it. Got it? Got it. Time for thank you so we can get the fuck out of here. Although I don't want to, but we need to because goddamn we're running long. Yeah, I know. I hate cutting that short. And it was. I was having fun, too. And it's not short. It's just we weren't done yet. <laughs> I feel like we weren't done. No, th- there was plenty more places we could have went, but that's fine. We covered a lot of shit, and we didn't finish Battleship again. Nope, we sure didn't. I'm getting tired of this, man. Take two shots real quick so I can take... A gush, a gush. <laughs> oh, a different kind of shots. Yes. Okay. I don't care anymore. No, I... Six. Uh, I think you already called that. Yeah, but remember how we had to fix things oh <laughs> well that's still a miss though okay so call a different one that's fine call a different one uh Just mark that as a miss j8 j8 is a miss call another one then i'll call one and we'll close it up again d2 b2 is a miss fuck me now if this is a hit we've got to finish this out just to get it over with fuck yes um if it's a hit i'm just gonna say you sunk it <laughs> Yeah, because I'm gonna have my captain. I'm gonna have my captain point the deck guns at the fucking ship and blow <laughs> it. They're not taking us out. We're going out on our own terms. Mm. Um, let's go with E nine. 
Miss. Fuck. Our five-part series. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good thing that it's so gripping. You know what I'm going to have to do? Edit this into a super cut. I was going to say, when we're all said and done, we've got to do edit this down to one thing for YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will want to listen to it, but I don't care. That's going to be fun for me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, so thank you. Thanks to at the J Sarge for our intro music, his podcast, which he hasn't updated yet, but I've noticed a lot of people getting on his ass about is Jeff yeah. knows nothing. Yeah, a lot of people are like, dude, when's the next episode? And he's like, oh, we're working on it. <laughs> yeah, I know how that is. Yeah. For my other show that's somewhat defunct. Yeah. Sometime, someway, somehow. I'm putting this on the record. You may end up cutting it, but I want to put this on the record. I want to do a crossover episode. Okay. Me, you, and Diddy-Bow, Diddy-Bow! All three of us get together because I want to... I mean, she'll fucking think I'm batshit crazy, and I've told you, but I want to tell the story behind Diddy Bow. Okay. And I would like, I to me, it would just be fun to tell it with her there. So, like, you say, Molly, and then I just, Diddy Bow! And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? You talk to him? You hang out with him? <laughs> <laughs> our other thank you goes to at Sherry Says for our logo for the main show. And, well, I guess yep. for the first series of Book Club, too. Yes. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram, Instagram.com uh, slash Sherry Says. Now for us fuckheads. Find the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. We're part of the High Altitude Podcast Network at HighAltPod.net. And then our new home, which isn't new anymore, is SoundCloud. Find us there. And then everything we do can be found at NerdBlitz.com. Search Nerd Blitz on YouTube, subscribe, and watch our shit there. If you want a shirt with our logo or any of the other shit we've done, any who shirts, whatever, redbubble.com slash people slash nerdblitzpod slash shop. Bandcamp. Go to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com. We've got the three pilots for um, Nerd Blitz Book Club, Nerd Blitz Comic Con, Conversations. <laughs> Fuck. I was going to wait all night if I had to. <laughs> I'm like, wait, he stopped talking. I thought you were, I thought you were, I thought you were trying to figure out the name of the third pilot. You're like, oh shit, did the call drop? Yeah. Um, and then the third pilot is the Nerd Blitz commentaries, which we just... The episode that'll be on the SoundCloud feed, we just figured out what it's going to be, and I know a few of the people who li are listening to this are going to love it. Let's see. I'm at the Scooby-Doom. You're... At Fitzman73. And together, we're at NerdBlitzPod. Bye. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. Ah, 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 ah. I am a robot. I have a robot vagina. That is gross. Get some lemon pledge. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I don't know. It makes no sense, but it made you laugh, so that's all I care about. <laughs> oh. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it, as if we've got any left. This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.